Hello and welcome to the 103rd episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. What does that mean? What does it mean to look at English from all angles? It means to look at English from different perspectives that can help you learn the language. It's impossible to learn a language by exclusively writing or speaking or listening or reading. It encompasses all aspects. Every time you listen to these podcasts, I tell you, please imitate me. It's a great way to speak because you are shaping your lips, you're moving your mouth in the right way to properly pronounce these words, and you are incorporating new words into your vocabulary. Today, I wanted to look a little bit at the concept of the word match. When I say match, what do you think of? Do you think of a football match? Do you think of a tennis match? Is it a verb? Of course it's a verb. When you learn new words, my advice for you is to think about all the aspects concerning that word. Is the word a noun? Is the word a verb? Is it a regular verb or an irregular verb? And later on, as you get better in English, you can discover expressions that use the word, in this case, match, match. So what does come to mind? What does come to mind? Do you see how I use the auxiliary word there, does, because I am emphasizing the question? I could simply say, what comes to mind? Or I could emphasize and say, what does come to mind when you think of the word match? For me, I think of the verb, to match. And I primarily think of clothing or clothes. Clothing and clothes. It's basically the same thing. The word clothing and the word clothes are synonyms. And when I think of the verb to match, I think of clothing. I think of colors. And I think of colors that go well together. They go well together. In other words, they match. Can you think of colors that go well together or colors that match? What about orange? What about the color orange? What colors go well with orange? Well, apparently, navy blue goes well with orange or white goes well with orange. When I dress, I typically wear neutral colors. So, supposedly, neutral colors go with everything. All colors match. Match. Okay, so how do you pronounce that in the past? Matched. How do you spell it in the past? In other words, how do you spell match in the past tense? M-A-T-C-H-E-D. And in the participle, it's the same. M-A-T-C-H-E-D. Matched. Do you care if your clothes match? What if they don't match? What's the verb we use when colors don't go together, clash, clash, C-L-A-S-H. So you have colors that go together, they match, and you have colors that don't go together, they clash. Do you care if your clothes match? 
Do you care if your clothes clash? Please repeat. Do you care if your clothes match? Do you care if your clothes clash? What else comes to mind when you think of the word match? Tennis, right? Tennis. How do you spell the word tennis? T-E-N-N-I-S. Double N in English. T-E-N-N-I-S. I think of tennis when I think of the word match because we have this expression in English, game, set, match. Game, set, match. Well, if you are playing tennis and you beat your opponent, you can brag and say, game, set, match. Yeah, you can brag. You can brag. Brag, brag, brag. What does brag mean? And how do you spell it? B-R-A-G. To brag is to talk a lot about your accomplishment. To be pretentious about your accomplishment. In this case, I beat my opponent and I am going to talk about it. And I'm going to repeatedly brag about my accomplishment. I am going to be a little pretentious about my accomplishment. Haha, I have beaten you. Game, set, match. And this is an expression we can use in any area of life when we're talking about a rivalry. If you beat your rival and you want to brag a little bit, you can say, huh, game, set, match. I beat you or I have beaten you. Remember that verb, beat, beat, beaten. Okay, so we have this expression, game, set, match. But of course, it comes from the world of tennis because once the match has ended, that's what people say. Game, set, and match. Match. What else comes to mind when you hear the word match? What about those little items, those little pieces of wood or cardboard that we use to produce fire? A match. What do you do to a match in order to create fire? You strike a match. You strike a match. Please repeat. You strike a match. And listen to how I emphasize the sound of the S. Listen to how I emphasize the sound of the S. And I am not really exaggerating because in English, this is how we do it. The English language has a very strong sounding S. Strike a match. So when you strike a match, the match ignites. When I strike the match, the match ignites. It produces a flame. Have you ever heard of the verb to strike? It has many, many meanings. And again, my suggestion is when you hear a new word, look it up. Please repeat. When you hear a new word, look it up. When you hear a new word, look it up. Please repeat. When you hear new words, look them up. Discover all of the meanings that exist. When I was a kid in seventh grade, I remember my teacher told me to look up the word check. I will never forget this. She said, take the dictionary and look up the word check. Try it sometime. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. All of the meanings, all of the definitions that appear in the dictionary for the word check. It's amazing. Well, the same thing happens with this verb, to strike. How do you conjugate the verb to strike? 
strike, struck, struck, or strike, struck, stricken. So when you strike a match, it ignites. Please repeat again. When you strike a match, it ignites. And I'm going to be a little bit of a pain in the neck because I'm going to tell you once again to not forget to pronounce the S on your words in English. When you strike a match, the match ignites and it produces a flame. I use matches. I use matches for lighting my fireplace. Those long matches. Why are matches long in this case? Why would you create a long match? You know, those matches that we use for lighting fires in the fireplace. Well, a long match doesn't go out as quickly as a short match. Please repeat, a long match doesn't go out as quickly as a short match. In other words, the fact that the match is long means that the flame burns longer and so the match doesn't go out as quickly as a short match. To go out, that's when a flame disappears. How do you conjugate the verb to go out? Go out, went out, gone out. So we have looked a little bit at this word match. It's pronounced matched in the past. Please go back and listen to this podcast. And then after you listen to it, go out into the world, into your business world, into your social life, and start using these words in English. It's really the only way to consolidate them into your set of vocabulary. That's all for the 103rd episode of Crosby's Nine. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.